gon' be oh be okay. Hey. Work hard, play hard, that's the only way. Hey. I'ma live my life like every day's a holiday. Hey. Time to celebrate, hey. time to elevate. Hold up, wait. Tres, cuatro, cinco, seis. Take it to the top, 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 like Ooh. we don't stop, stop, keep on moving, making moves. Take a shot, shot, take a shot, take a few. Sweet Ride just in front. Sweet Ride from Swiss Exile, then came to Chino and Spacewalk, and Sweet Ride causes an upset in the San Domenico, won it by two lengths. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Hello everyone, welcome to Thoroughbred Weekly on this Sunday morning. There were some performances out there yesterday at Rosehill Gardens, not necessarily just in the two features, the up and coming and also the San Domenico. They were scattered throughout the day and we're going to go through them one by one and also look forward to next week's bumper program at Royal Randwick featuring the Chelmsford, the Furious and the Concord Stakes, and I'm missing one as well. There's another one there. I'll think about that while you're talking. Ron Duffersey. Well, I, uh, the talk is, what was the run of the day yesterday? I don't know. Um, we started off with a, an emerging Waterford. Caboo was sensational, but the last, uh, you know, I, I, she really put her hand up shades of rose there yesterday. Or was it a great New Zealander we, we've unveiled, uh, which we'll have a look at as well. And there were some terrific performances in Melbourne as well. So a bit of debate about the run of the day. I think a lot to dissect from the San Domenico too. I think we yes. might be spending a bit of time on that race. I'll watch it a few times. Mm. The tramway is the other race. Of course, the race that Zaki's going to return in next uh, Saturday. Let's get straight into it. Let's have a look at Sweet Ride. We're going to go to the full uh, race replay here. This is uh, Sweet Ride, who, who carried a towel around its neck for the entire Rosebud last week, and Chad Schofield got a fine for that. Uh, as we picked them up, Ronnie, just parked in behind that speed. Yeah, had the Sweet Run, but I don't think many saw this coming. Um, like you see, what you see is what you get with him. He's a he's a little racy cult, and you would have thought, oh, geez, a couple of these have grown up around him. And and looking at his run in the Rosebud, you would have thought, oh, I don't know whether he can improve off that, but he did. And he's just um, look. There's more questions than than answers here. Uh, I must say, we expected a couple of big guns to step right up to the mark. Nichino just gets held up for a stride. He was very good. Uh, Swiss Exile's got to learn how to race. He's just so aggressive, that horse, but he's obviously got talent and there was plenty of support for him yesterday. Spacewalk did his thing, loomed up, run about. Um, so, yeah, jury's uh, a little out with him as well. Uh, the well-fancied Zuccarino, he had, uh, had to go and have a, a scope and they found some uh, stuff down his, in his throat, so maybe a, uh, a forgive run for him. And then there was a couple of good runs in the race, so I want to keep look on the turn here. Buenas Noches gets uh, flattened here. Uh, I think he is a really nice horse in the making, and so is Promito, who caused that interference. So I don't know where to start, Al. Where do, well, I'll leave it to you. You know, uh, and even we haven't spoken about the favourite here, Best of Bordeaux. No, and that's probably the, the main thing I wanted to touch on. And I've, I've gone back and forwards between wanting to forgive him or just being disappointed with him. I'm not quite sure. But after James's post-race comments, where he mentioned that he got hampered on the way out of the barriers, I rewatched that the stewards' vision, which I think we'll have a look at a little bit later. And, and you do see it. He, I mean. He's a confidence horse, I think, and if things don't go right for him and that confidence is lost, everything can go out the window, and I think that's probably what happened to him yesterday. Nothing went right. It's hard teaching these horses new tricks. Mm -hmm. you know, his greatest asset was a two-year-old, was his speed. And I know we can, look, you can see there, yeah, well, fair enough. Yeah. So his I can understand. Once that happens, I think the the biggest no-no in racing is hunt around the field. So mm. I, I've got no issue with the ride. No, he settled him well there, didn't he? Yeah, and he settled him well. But I think his greatest asset has been his speed and why mess with something that hasn't been broken yet. So I think next time we'll learn more if they use his speed. And um, although he probably wouldn't have matched it with that leader who went out too quick, um, Cannonball. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm a bit with you. I, I don't want to be too critical of him yet because he's been so dominant and so good and his trials were just too good mm. leading into this race to suggest that uh, oh, he's in trouble. 
But uh, the, the the picture of these two, these, these three-year-olds is still... Uh, it, it, it's murky. You so could go down four pages of bedding yeah. and say, oh, what's that, that price for? Yeah. And, and, and we've still got... Things could emerge from midweeks amongst yeah. this three-year-old well, lot. Shannon's not just dead, didn't he? He's just well, stopped out Yeah, well, he is a nice horse. He's yeah. going to be more so later on, and, and Prometo might be more of a 1,400-metre horse as well, but he mm -hmm. wasn't ready yesterday, but... Yeah. There's, it's beauty in the eye of the beholder there, and yeah. what you think's going to train on, what you think's not. So, and, and it's not clear cut. Right. Uh, Nash, Nash was suspended in that race, but he he had a suspension earlier in the day, uh, which we'll show you later. Purple Sector. He was out from the fourth to the eleventh, and then on top of that, Promido gets him out from the eleventh to the twenty-third. So he'll ride next Saturday. He'll be back for Golden Rose Day. He'll miss the Run to the Rose meeting, and he'll also miss the George Main Stakes meeting featuring the shorts, which Eduardo mm. may go to second up. Mm. That's the, the tale of, of Nash Rewilla. Let's, um, let's go and hear from Annabelle Neesham and also Chad Schofield. Look, great effort from the team at home, and particularly James Ravenel rides him every day, and he's not easy in the mornings, but he's, he's done a great job with him, as, as, as have the rest of the team. And first up, this preparation, he was disappointing. Um, but he's got better and better each time and we haven't missed him at home. We've put a lot of work into him, um, just kept him fit um, because he, he can just be a bit fresh at home. So I think just he's the fittest horse here today. Big well done to Bert Vieira. Um, he's such a great supporter um, of the game and yeah, to, to win a very good race like this with a Colt is really exciting for him going forward. We had the same run, 1-1 and then we peeled out and he quick enough to the leaders to win the race, but he just gave out the last little bit and then got a check. Um, Today's similar run, um, he, when I got him to the outside, he really quickened and sustained it all the way to the line. It was a really good win. Did you expect him to show that much improvement today coming into this? I knew he'd be fitter for the run. Um, I thought he was probably over the odds. Oh, thanks. Mm. All right, well, uh, we're going to hear from Tony Gollum with Natuno. He, he said he's very good, and there he is running a placing in a San Domenico Stakes. Yeah, and he's first up, and he did settle well. He's been an aggressive colt in the past, but um, he settled well there. He got held up, lost a little bit of momentum. Yeah. So I think we can still give him a, a couple of ticks for mm. sure. I noticed Annabelle's post-race comments too. She was really taken by Swiss Exiles run almost more so, I thought, than the winner. I think she's got quite an opinion of that horse. I think he was the better fancy to yeah. the two. There was, there was good money for him on Monday when the noms come out. Um, there was good money for him all the way through just uh, I, I couldn't have had him because of his manners in the yeah. trials where he's just been reefing and tearing. You yeah. can't do that. Mm. And and he did that again there on Saturday, but he he's did. still run well. So yeah. if you can iron a few little things out with him, he's obviously a, a very talented, talented colt. Mm. Uh, here is Tony Gollum talking about Natuno. Yeah, he's a colt that showed us an awful amount of promise as a two-year-old and threw him, I guess, in a bit of the deep end today in San Domenico and he raced a little bit out of his pattern at home. He was a free-running sort of horse up there and he settled much better today, which we've been trying to teach him at home and hit the line well. So hopefully he has a good week back at Randwick and we can head into the run to the Rose in a fortnight. All right, let's go to the up-and-coming now. The other three-year-old feature on the day, the San Domenico 1100. This was 1300 and, uh, Duff, you were very keen on Kabul. You were expecting something like this. Uh, maybe not the... the, the the width of the victory, but how he did it. Yeah, it was a, uh, you know, I won't say, it was a smart ride, but that you, you expected that to happen with the stable and, and patterns in, in general and, and then the setup where he was fit. So Regan knew he was on a fit horse against first up horses. So you got to, you got to, it's just a perfect ride. He went out hard, got a 300 metre rest and then pressed the, pressed the button again and the first up horse's wheels are spinning. So that's exactly how it turned out. It doesn't happen to script all the time, but it did there. And he's, uh, he's still learning this horse. He's got the high head carriage mm -hmm. and he, he does things wrong. He's another one of these Morrises who, who looks like, uh, I don't know whether he's, he, he's a, a sprinter or a, a miler. Um, if he's a miler, they're cooking with gas. Mm. Um, but again, we're left a little bit flat because we, we lost Conqueror mm. through his antics at the start. Um, 
Golden Mile had only won a Ballarat Maiden last prep, but you knew they had an opinion of him. He's the horse I want to follow. Yeah. Out of the, actually, out of the entire meeting. Really? I, I, okay. yeah, I was really taken by him. I think he's, Stern's really stamped him. He had, he's just a lovely, relaxed type of horse. He hasn't seen a lot of racing, and he just really settled nicely in the run and was in the worst part of the track. And I think he's the one, one to follow. I thought he hit the line really just, strongly. And... Just before we move on with Conquery, you were at mm. the barriers. Yeah. What, what did he do? Because all I could see side on mm. was him bobbing up and down. Yeah. To Tommy Berry, who was right next to him in the barriers, he said every time his feet would hit the ground, he'd be up again. Up again, yeah. And, he, and he, you say he always so sat down. He sits, yeah. He sits down. He gets right down. So he had about three barrier attendants trying to hold his tail up, but he sits down on them. Mm. So I don't know whether he resents that. So he'd sit, then he'd rear, then he'd sit, then he'd. It was. It didn't look savage. Though. He's athletic. It's not, and that's what. It's a game. And I actually, I walked back with Willie, and he said it's so frustrating because he's a lovely horse. He's got a lovely nature. Even when he got backed out, didn't get above himself. Didn't try. He's so relaxed. Mm. Just as soon as he gets in the barriers, just. So do we call this a setback now? Because he has to go to the barrier trial. trials again. Yeah. What happens if he does it again? It's a disaster for a, 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 a horse like him yeah. to miss out. Yeah. You know, uh, of the the routine that that Chris has got planned for him. Yeah. I know Chris, you work a way round it, mm. but. Um, well, does the Ming Dynasty come up? Bef the Ming Dynasty comes up before the Golden Rose. He might have to run yeah, there to trial run. and then. Yeah. yeah. And he trialled well too when he that day at the trials. Yeah. I, I wonder he... if he sneaks him in the trials tomorrow. Yeah. Hmm. He, he can do that. That's yep. what Ed Cummings did with Jewish. I think yep. that might be a better angle for him yep. to get back on track quickly yep. and just get him to that trials. Even if he has, yep. he just gets him out of the barrier and gives him a quiet yep. trial. He probably needs a gallop. He didn't have one Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah. The hmm. second he but went does in, he need those to do it straight. Away. Does he need to do it straight away because he's got a bit of time up his sleeve? There's no, there's no three-year-old race next week. I don't believe. Not, not for specifically for three-year-olds. Mm. I think he does. You reckon? Just get to get, out, get, out, get out of the Just way. to get it his own. Because if you leave the trial too long and he does it again, has to yeah. trial again, mm. then, yeah. then he's finished. And you don't want to leave him finished, with a bad... Yeah. yeah, I'll leave it to Chris. And especially because yeah. he hasn't got a history of it. He's just got a little game in his mm. system at the moment. Yeah. And I don't know whether you want to... The fine line is if you want to take mean? him yeah. back to the barriers yourself and have a look and mm -hmm. say, oh, we've got a problem here. Or it was just a one-off or whether he did resent the tail business. Well, they yeah. must have a little bit of history for him to grab his tail yep. for a start. Yep, absolutely. He does sit, he can sit, so. What, what does the, the margins, what does that tell you? Well, I don't know. Like, we're all worried about the rosebud form, but that's coming out with sweet, those two horses. Yeah. Um, and we think, oh, we've got the new fresh blood here, the Basquiat, the, the charlatans, the, you know, the, horse, the Brisbane form from the JJ yep. Atkins, and we're, we're thinking, and, and obviously, no, we're left a little flat. Was, and and mm. we're more flat because we didn't see Conqueror do his stuff. Mm. And we couldn't line those two, two up because they were the big names. They were $3.60 equal favourites. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so the so winners... Spread out over a lot of ground there. Well, that's usually a good sign for the winner. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's Char go Charlatan's got improvement, though. I hope so. On a dry I, track, I, which I, I'm, I'm a little... I'm, I'm his greatest fan. No. I wanted to see him just run through the line. When he got out and got held up, I thought he's going to charge into third mm. here. Surely he is the horse, just he needs a win. Yeah. Just go anywhere. Yep. Put yep. a win. Give, it, give him some confidence to show him yep. what winning's about. Because yep. Joe Pride... He doesn't get it that wrong. He, exactly. Yeah. And he keeps saying this is a good horse. Yep. This is a really good horse. He's got so much confidence in him. Mm, I agree. But a win might just turn him around. Might. And, yeah. and he had the option to go to Kembley yesterday. Yes. Get that, that maybe win out of the... Mm. Anyway, out of the way. The next run, he is really on notice, though. Yeah. Um, okay, so Neil Payne was there uh, representing Gay and Adrian yesterday. Brilliant training feat by Gay and Adrian. You know, they've had a lot of time for this horse. They've taken him along slowly and just building him up into his preparation. So all credit to Gay and Adrian. You know, they brought him from down at um, Melbourne Sale. So look at... And a great group of owners in this yeah, I'm just seeing there's a pain in there somewhere. There's a pain somewhere in there, yeah, me and my wife and girls own it. You know, nothing to do with me. I'm, um, but uh, besides that, there's other owners in it which are a terrific bunch. A few people were disappointed with his um, first up run the Rosebud, but I was absolutely right with it. I knew that was going to be out of his comfort zone in that race, and he didn't have the turn of foot of those pure sprinters. But come on leaps and bounds in his track work, and... We knew he was a red-hot chance today and he, um, and he put it together nicely. I haven't noticed that high head carriage. Has he always had that? Yeah, he's always been a little bit awkward um, to ride and that's what I mean. He's still got so much improvement. I think he'll be, be a better horse in the autumn, you know, but um, very good effort today. We've got more three-year-olds coming, of course. There are mm. still some 
back at the trials, mm. and we've got some in Melbourne mm. that are going to come to Sydney, including this one, Jackanoe. Let's go to Melbourne. The uh, McNeil stakes from yesterday over 1,200 metres, and we pick up Jackanoe in those those green and blue colours. Yeah, he's. Uh, I think he was the most impressive three-year-old winner of the day, uh, Australia-wide. Uh, he was first up here. There's always been a rap on him. Even before his first up run, um, Mick said, uh, no, this is my Golden Rose horse, I'm going to run him here, run to the Rose, Golden Rose, Caulfield Guineas. So there you go. He's, um, He's furnished, hasn't he? Yeah. Mentally, he, physically. He looks, they're obviously very happy with the horse. Mm. Uh, they run similar time to the Cochrane, which is usually a good sign. Have it, here's your list, here's your three-year-olds. Fireburn and She's Extreme, we'll get to She's Extreme in a moment, and also Fireburn, we're, we're yet to see them. Mm. And Best of Bordeaux and Jackano sit on uh, equal footing with Cabu, Natuno, Sajardin we're yet to see. Promito had all those problems yesterday. Conqueror, the horse that was scratched at the barriers. Political base, the one with the huge wrap on him. Mm. Um, you can go down and down this page and make, you know, look at look at these horses. You know, Sebenak, a horse I like who was scratched yesterday. Uh, Zoo Tiger, we'll show you a bit about him later. Um, he could emerge from the midweeks as well and, and you could even go down there's a few more unbeaten horses we're yet to see back i like that price about golden mile too i, I, yeah. re I really would That's like right. to there's a lot of horses, horses there yeah. it's all about qualification though yeah so they've got a, those horses down um on the list it's got, prize money it's mm. prize money it's prize so. money mm -hmm. it's like the golden slipper yep yeah uh she's extreme gallop yesterday she's a group one winner she stopped fireburn winning the triple crown last year. This is when we had a, a downpour between races. It was after the first race and it was uh, raining quite heavily, but uh, she was unmissable there yesterday. I thought it was a beautiful piece of work. You would have had a look at her. I did. I, she was almost unmissable because I'd gone and seen her in the stables. I snuck into the stables and had a good look and I thought she had, she had quite a bit of work needed to be poured into her and she didn't by any means. She looked a different horse yesterday when she stepped out for that exhibition gallop. Mm. I could not believe how quickly she's come to hand. Okay, she's nice filly. Yep. And um, Tommy was pretty happy when he came back to chat to Greg Pritchard. Yeah, she felt great considering the downpour we had uh, during a bit of work, but in interestingly enough, um, she, she changed legs onto a wrong lead at the 500, so, and she didn't change back to her other leg until the winning post, so she's done 500 metres of work on one leg, which to run the time she did was very, very impressive, and she pulled up very well, so um, couldn't be any happy with her. It's always hard for fillies up against the boys in the Golden Rose, but you could argue, well, you don't even have to argue, the fillies were much better than the boys um, over the autumn uh, leading into the slipper, and um, she's definitely improved since that. So the boys would definitely have to improve to sort of be up to the fillies in the Golden Rose. So it's a good, good aim for her. And then you've got the flight stakes a week later. So she's got a few options there. But um, she could run next week or wait to the run of the Rose a week later. But I don't know if they want to wait too long for her. She's ready to go. All right. And uh, Gary Portelli, he hasn't unleashed his stars yet. Here he is with Greg Pritchard. Gary Portelli, the Golden Slipper winner, Fireburn trialling at Warwick Farm on Monday. What are you hoping to see from the horse? Uh, what she usually does, not a real lot. Um, she just trials, you know, she has never won a trial. She's never been competitive in a trial in her life. But as long as she just finishes off, there's that little bit of acceleration that we saw before she went on to uh, the big preparation where she won the Golden Sliver. Looks like she wants to be there. And um, we'll start her off here at Rose Hill two weeks' time and, and the run the Rose and then head the Golden Rose after that. OK, and he's thinking the same thing with Sajardin as well. Trials tomorrow, opening trial 8.45. These are at Warwick Farm. Uh, this is the trial that Sir Jardin's in. Goes up against Bacchanalia, Big Parade, Brutality, Kementari. Ah, oh, the big special day. <laughs> Kukaracha, Laws of Indices, Palele. There's, mm -hmm. there's an Everest slot there for him if he wants it. Yep. Uh, Sir Jardin, the front man in Yonkers. In the second trial, now that trial's over 800. The longer trial, 1200, has got Attorney, Crystal Pegasus, Ellen Mack, um, Fireburn, Great House, Iowa, Numerian. Mm -hmm. who galloped during the week, uh, Sorokin, Southern Friends and Supervino. So we'll see them at the trials tomorrow morning. Um, Zoo Tiger, you wanted to touch on this horse. We saw him at $26 in the Golden Rose. Yeah, look, he's got to qualify, but he could be one of these sleepers from the midweek. He'd run a couple of seconds last prep, but he looks to have matured. And he just races away with this um, this race on Wednesday, and I think there's there's plenty more to come. So 
Um, look forward to his next start to see where he stands. Up Sakir right to the outside and a couple further back to Lamorle and Esteli, but Zoo Tiger opens up the shoulders now at the furlong and dropped them at this point. Race four, five lengths in front. The Englishman Dowley sticking on to second and then came Sakia, but Zoo Tiger's going to lead all the way. Second goes to the Englishman, a half in front of Zakia. Then came Lamorle, closed off OK from Nobel on the rails. Then came Racamello from Shuey, Warby, Esteli. Delete further back to summons and cut on a dime. Sunday, Monday, happy days. Kudavadi and Marchioness from Adelaide's Light. Then came Lurvishir and Arnold starting to stretch on the outside. And quickly Arnold moved up on the outside of Lurvishir. They beat off Marchioness. Then came Omudji running on. But it's Arnold getting the upper hand from Lurvishir. And then came Omudji. But Arnold very strong late. And Arnold's pulling clear for a decisive win. Rocking and rolling all week long. These days are All right, now there was... Um... A lot of debate whether Arnold was named after Schwarzenegger <laughs> or Palmer, and uh, the production crew went with uh, Happy Days, Arnold's Diner, yeah. and that's why we played that. <laughs> so I don't know whether he is oh, named after little Arnold. He looks a big brute. He might be Schwarzenegger. He might be a Schwarzenegger, <laughs> yeah. I think. Uh, but look, he's just out of maiden class as well, but an interesting horse. Love the way he stretches out, and he looks a real mile plus horse for the future. The Memsey yesterday. Uh, here is the win of Snap Dancer, and it's already got Kieran Ma mentioning the Everest. He's one who can actually say the word, not that big race in October. <laughs> he can actually call it by its name. Snap Dancer wins the Memsey, and there have been horses contest the Everest out of the Memsey. Yeah, well, she's a sangster winner at Group 1 as well. Uh, she was placed in a Tats Tiara, running second there. So she's got good credentials, recent form. Another one of these horses out of Brisbane that just get under your guard here. And she was very heavily backed yesterday. So, uh, look, she's a good mare. Um, I think it was the run of the day there. Uh, I'm thunderstruck. Mm. It was the run of the day to do what he did. He mm. was the only one to charge down the middle there on his own. And we know, we know he's a good horse and he's going to have his best preparation, even though he's had a good one already. Mm. Um, old mate Cascadian, his supporters are, are, are locked in for a game next time. Mm -hmm. um, Western Empire had his chance. Dragon Leap, that Kiwi form looks strong. Mm -hmm. And um, I was very flat with elation. I, I didn't think he could win yesterday. So was Jamie Carr. Mm -hmm. she, she, had, she was so disappointed. In a, a post-race comments, very, very, very disappointed. disappointed. He's better than that. No, look, stay tuned. Um, I think they said he made a respiratory noise yeah, as well, so hopefully noise, he's got yeah. a bit of yeah. bit of uh, turf down his throat as well. But uh, well, he lost he lost favouritism, mm. uh, and uh, he had to lose favouritism for oh, the Golden Eagle off that. Uh, so you had Elation flopping in Melbourne, and this mare emerging in New Zealand. This is the Group One Foxbridge, and this have have a look at this mare, this four-year-old mare Imperatriz. Now bring up the call with George. Butlers and Seeker spot from Tabby Mac to monetization running on late and so too is Darcy LaBella. But have a look at her go. Imperatress absolutely bolted in. Second over was Butler. Looks a, looks a superstar. Yeah. And now equal favourite with the import, the, the horse that is coming for David Simcock, who we spoke about last week, Light Infantry. And then you've got that list on $11, Arturius, Converge, Espiona, Fangirl, Elation, so still at $11, mm -hmm. and also Modern Games. But it wasn't just so much that win being so impressive to put her as favourite for the Golden Eagle. The horses that arrived in Australia yesterday that had form behind her mm -hmm. were very good in Melbourne. Yep, exactly. Yeah. So she, she'd she already emerged before yesterday with her fantastic winning record, but uh, just the depth, that just franked the depth yesterday. Yeah, I wish I wish I win. Very impressive. Mm -hmm. I wish I win, who won the um, the fourth race at Caulfield yesterday, finished third in the Levin Classic behind her, mm -hmm. and the horse in the Memsey. Dragon um, Leap. Dragon Leap. Yep. yep, she carried five kilos more than him that day too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, if I was James Ross... From the ATC, you got one job today, James. Yeah. Get on the phone. <laughs> get on the phone to the Tiakau mob. Yep. And 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 point out that the Golden Eagle's worth ten million dollars, and first mm -hmm. prize is five point two, second prize is two, third prize is one. Mm -hmm. You'd have to be 
doing mo moving heaven and earth to get it to your yeah. carnival. The Victorians will be doing it. Yep. yep. They want it. They'll want it down there for something like the Empire Rose. Yep. Yep. You, you've got to get her here. She's a headline act. Yes. And uh, that's what it's all about now. You've got to you've mm. got to lure these people. Um, we love so a kiwi here, don't we, sir? They like being kissed and cuddled, the kiwis. <laughs> they <know>? do. Yeah. <laughs> Imperatrice. They like a good red. And the <laughs> <laughs> Offer them a trip to the Hunter Valley and exactly. take them out to lunch. And, yeah. um, so we've seen the Golden Eagle Market. Let's go to the Tab Highway now, and uh, this horse will now be set for the country championships, which will start in February next year, which is <laughs> not too far away. But um, Ronnie Stubbs, the trainer, mentions after the race that that's where they might like to head with Bailden. Yep, and he did a good job. He was third up off a bleeding attack. It was a lovely ride by Schiller, just squeezing through. I don't, on paper, I didn't think it was a very strong highway but look he's like relatively lightly raced he's, he's he's had a lot of obviously that setback along the way and he was pretty good there rebel's edge i feel for his connections he's just can't crack it he hasn't had much luck but he kept whacking away there he was good what else do i want to say zaru was tough again i want to be on smooth spree the horse right down the outside when he gets a mile on a dry track at similar level mind you or back to the bush because that was a much better run and he's back on track and his trials prior to this prep were great. So I'd like to follow Daksha too, the grey. It was a lot better. Got held yeah. up along yeah, the inside there. Had to go back to the interior yeah, so the part of the ground. Blinkers worked yep. with him, that's for sure. And mm. oh, King of Spades was just put off balance there in the straight as mm. well. So there was a few nice little runs or just little question marks on the depth of the race. Well, here's uh, Ronnie Stubbs and Tyler Schiller. His last two runs, he'd um, you know, shown he got to line very strongly and uh, we thought he deserved his chance today and he's vindicated that. It's a long way to come for a highway, so you've really got to pick the right horse and pick the right time? Uh, yes, I think it's just a matter of um, if you've got the horse and you, they deserve a chance, you just give them the chance. Um, you know, the prize money's so good now. Uh, there's an effort to get here, but... You know, um, if you get the win, it doesn't matter. Yeah, there wasn't much of a gap and I didn't have much of a choice. I just had to hold and I didn't have much, a very big horse, so he was pretty nippy to get through there and I thought he toughed it out really nicely in the finish there. Approaching the turn, did you feel like you had enough horse under you? I definitely did. I just needed a gap and there was some horses taking us into the race but not really presenting and when he found that gap, he stuck his head out and where it mattered and it was a very good win. So Bowden will head to Albury uh, for a heat. He'll, he a few more runs to go before they get to Albury, but these dates were only released on Friday. You're going to Tonkari. Tonkari, yeah, Tonkari Foster. I'd like to go there. Oh, you'd like to go there, would you? We've got the show on. I'll here. do your deal. <laughs> I'll take you to Tonkari Foster if you come to Canamble. On the plane? On the plane. On the plane, no. Are you driving? No, no, I'm not driving. Oh, he's not driving. It's only six, driving. six and a half hours. <laughs> no, no. Straight after the last Rose Hill. Put those dates back up, please. Uh, Tongue Curry Foster, congratulations. They've got the uh, venue for the opening heat, so they'll run the Mid-North Coast heat. Very first time. It'll be a big moment for them. Uh, Coffs Harbour, Maruya, they held a heat a couple of years ago. Aubrey Mudgee, Tamworth, Canamble's got it again. Now, there are two wild cards. There was, there was two... Two points about the country championship that, that didn't sit with, with a lot of participants, didn't sit well with a lot of participants. The southern horses had to come all the way to Scone or Musselbrook for the wild card. Mm. Now they're splitting them up and they're giving them two wild cards, one for the southern district's horses and one for the northern district's horses. So one spot available for both wild cards. Um, one goes south, one goes north. That's yep. fine. The other one is you can't, you can't just scratch out of... A heat now and so I don't want to run this week I don't like the barrier I'll wait for the wild card unless you've got a vet certificate you can't scratch Good. So they weren't doing anything wrong that was part of the part of the rules mm. now they're just tightening it up so you can't just think oh, I'll wait for the wild card gives me more time yeah you've got it you've got to run if you accept yeah. you run yeah and I like that I like yeah. the way they fiddle just little flaws in exactly. all these new races we got and it's 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 good to see they got their, their, their eye on the ball because um, you know, we could just sit back and let it happen, but just little things like that, you, you polish up a race. Exactly right. Okay, let's go to this race um, and we pick them up on the point of the turn. Now, we all know that uh, Frumos and Hope in Your Heart were very, very unlucky at their last start. And there was more talk about Frumos because it was the short price favourite when it was defeated. 
Ron Doversy, you couldn't be confident enough to say that Hope in Your Heart was, uh, or Frumos was, as unlucky or more unlucky than Hope in Your Heart. You had them both in the same box. I think the people that back Hope in Your Heart last start would have had a similar opinion to me because they're, they're obviously their eyes are on Hope in yep. Your Heart, where the fruit that Frumos had a lot more supporters and they're just shaking their head. So here they are, they're together and they sink straighten up in the same spot but in the clear. And, and, and it shows you there's not much between them. But they're, they're the only, you know, I, I, look, if they were $3.50 each of two, I, I probably would have tipped Frumos. Yes. But she has just slipped the radar. She running, you know, she's uh, group place last preparation, this mayor, and she hasn't got the credit she deserved. And I think she's stronger this prep. And, and that's not casting dispersions on Firmus. She's done a really good job in her first racing preparation. Yeah. She's got more to offer. Yeah. So they're both nice mares. They're mm. both really nice mares. I think she had every conceivable though for She did. She the best part of the track. She got they both. There was no excuse. We had no a proper excuse. race yep. of the two horses that had the barrier trial last yep. time. They've straightened up together. Bang, bang, bang. Yep. Too tough. Mm. Air to Air's found her level, I think, too, despite mm. missing. She missed Air to Air needs, a, needs a, a, a midway. Yeah. She needs a midway. Yep. You know, we okay. all got carried away with a, a Newcastle win that was against mm. moderate opposition. And mm. I thought it was the wrong race to run her in, but she'll win a midway shortly. Mm. Let's hear from Kerry Parker and Tim Clark. Our girl had run in some good, good races last preparation and, uh, you know, she was only a light little filly and she strengthened really good with the spell. Uh, and uh, come back there and showed good determination, you know, as the, as the favourite loomed up outside her, uh, she really dug in and uh, drew away at the end. Obviously everyone, we saw both of them the other day and how unlucky they were and... Um, I felt that she, you know, being only first up the other day and she had good improvements still to come and it was just a matter of giving her a bit of clear air today and, and, and pretty much seeing the best horse come away and she was able to knuckle down late and, and win strongly. Do you think there's still more to come? Yeah, I think she'll um, appreciate getting over a little bit further. She's uh, got a great attitude, relaxes really well, so I think... Um, that race is out to 2,000 metres, going to be right up a rally. Rightio, and on to the third race of the day. Here is Born a King, who was a, a solidly supported favourite and was always in control. Yeah, beautiful ride by young Gibbons. He, uh, he just made his own mind up. He probably went a length or two forward, more forward than they expected, but it was just, he, it was a beautiful ride, but he was on a best horse, there's no doubt. A masterful piece of placement by Chris, what we keep saying it, you know, he, the way he beats the system, does, doesn't beat the system, but the way he places them where they can win a couple of these 78s and then go to an 88, back to a 78, and really get every, squeeze every bit out of their grades, and he just was far too good for that lot. What else do I want to say about the race? Um, not much. Corn Crake is a horse that second up in over two years off, he'll improve. And Oz Legend still looks to be learning and working yeah, progress. Yeah, I agree. Just the class horse, and I hate to say it because it's such a cliche word, but he's just progressive, isn't yep, he? Yeah, he is. And he's got a bit of pedigree about him. Yeah. He's well, been well looked after, and mm -hmm. he's better than a 78. It's as simple as that. Yep. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, a very emotional win in the midway yesterday. But Captain Rupee is descending on them quickly, and Captain Rupee takes the lead now in the gong of the 150. Nudges running home to second, and then came Yamazaki. But it's a local victory. Captain Rupee for Brock Ryder. Won it by two lengths to Nudge. Yamazaki third, Burdebeck fourth. That was a great day. That was a great day. The gong, Captain Rupee, the local horse. Brock Ryan, Robert Luke Price, that was a great day. Not so great a day during the week when we lost Count to Rupee, uh, a horse that, I mean, everyone's sad when you lose an animal, that horse put those boys on the map. Yep, yep. and he still had more to offer too. Mm. He only just started okay. back up. Yeah. Uh, it's very sad. And like you said, it's not as if it's a big, you know, big stable. Right, you know, yeah. they're, they're, they're doing their best to find a good horse. Well, they Luke found rides a him and... <laughs> Yeah. And um, one yeah, of them's really gone, sad. but yeah. they, they, there was some karma yesterday when they um, arrived with a winner. It was a great result. Mm. And they won the midway yesterday. Yep. He's, uh, yeah, this is Noble Soldier. <laughs> he was 
Oh, look, it was a big win because he had 61 kilos. He was wide, no cover the whole race. And he, 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 his past couple of midweek runs are very, very good. He, he was he was very tough yesterday. Nick Tock, he's a real little trier. He's going well without winning. I see things just hit a flat spot when Noble Soldier crossed her in the straight. She'll win one shortly. Super was well. He was specced at 101, and he, he ran accordingly, as did Loving Silla, who didn't have much luck. The horse I want to follow is Little Herb through the middle there. Mm. He's only lightly raced. Uh, he's a horse I really want to follow as far as... In, into this grade, the midway grade. I'm, I don't want to get too excited, mm. but I think he's a nice horse. Okay, let's go and hear from uh, Luke Price and Huey Bowman. Look, it's been a tough week, that's for sure. Probably the hardest morning of my career so far, Wednesday morning. But look, this horse has been ultra consistent, um, 61 kilos. And, you know, they're going to carry 61. Hugh Bowman's the man to do it. So, yeah, um, all honours to the horse. You know, he's done a great preparation. So where we go now, I'm not sure. The better horse is sort of coming yeah. back on the scene. So... Whether we back off him and give him a freshen up and get back to Kembla Grange for the gong meeting, there might be a race there on the card for him. The only instruction from Luke was that he, he races best when he's got room. So I thought three deep, no cover, perfect. <laughs> Couldn't ride him any better. But he was in a beautiful rhythm from the outset. And although I was out there, I just, I just took confidence from what Luke said, that he does like a bit of room and didn't inject him into the contest before I was ready. And my word, he responded well when, when I did ask him to move. And... I've, even though he had a big weight, I think he, he won with a bit up his sleeve today. All right, now, uh, here's a very good win by an import. Second preparation in Australia kicks off like he kicked off his first uh, preparation in Australia with a win, Old Flame. Yeah, nice horse, um, untapped. Uh, made a long, uh, an early move on him, which surprised, but it, he might have needed. He was just a little bit, wanted to just hang in a little bit there. And you'll see Arctic Thunder get squeezed out and lucky to stay probably on his feet there. And yeah, he's a he's a horse that uh, he's been second Aussie prep, well looked after, good record, yet to run a bad race. Purple Sector was good first up. And Elias, yeah. now he wasn't expected to do much. He was supposed to be just a start off race for him. So that's encouraging signs uh, for the Wagga Cup winner there and a lovely return. Now the, the, the favourite, um, Grace and Harmony, I think we won't see her ridden close again. They were forced to ride a close from an inside draw. When she got that dig, she didn't settle as well as she has uh, in the past, and she dropped off late. So and she's better than that, and we won't sack her off that performance. Maybe just just ridden too close. That, that was Nash's first suspension of the day yeah. on Purple Sector, causing yeah. that interference. So he, he doubled it up with that one mm. in the last, yeah. uh, in Prometheus race. Yeah. Elias ran the best last 200 of the day too. Did he? So, yeah, okay. just a... This is what Paul Snowden had to say about Old Flame. It certainly gives us a great deal of confidence going forward. Um, you know, it wasn't run ideally. I suppose, like, he middle stages, they back right off. And for Sam's credit, you know, he let the horse use himself. But he's one of these horses that just the more you, you get at him, the more he'll give you. And once it sort of got into a bit of a dogfight late, you, you know, I was yeah. pretty confident he'd wear down the, the second horse there. And obviously, I think the, the further they got, the better he would have been through the lines. So... Uh, good, good effort um, to, to produce him first up, albeit at a high benchmark, but at least knock this off, it gets us into um, some better quality races. That's where we want to run. Now, you want to aim at a, a, one of the new races? Yeah, so the Five Diamonds is really on the cards for us. First of all, we'll go to um, Newcastle and the Cameron. I think it was three weeks yesterday. Um, it's perfect again, big track, 1500 certainly suits him, and then back here to the do Five Diamonds um, after that, and then we'll see what happens. As soon as I sat on him last prep, um, he was a horse that I e-tagged and really wanted to stick with. Um, he's just a, a, a real race horse. He's a stallion, um, but you wouldn't think it. he's got a lovely attitude. He did parade quite fresh today, and uh, I think that's a good sign. He's got plenty of improvement being a big bully horse, and um, I must say the race completely changed complexion out of the barriers. The whole um, original plan went out the window. Um, gee, Sam's got a lot to look forward to, hasn't he, mm. with, um, with that horse and of course Marzu's on his way back. Mm. I thought Peter Snowden gave a great speech on, at the awards on Thursday night um, so, and, and this tells you about the confidence he's got about Marzu saying, oh, I hope we're up the pointy end of these awards next year with, um, yeah. with Marzu. I mean, he won the Bob's horse <laughs> yes. uh, through amassing the most Bob's bonuses, but yeah. he, he wants to be getting the big well, ball. Well, he looks like he's, well, he might have his main track work rider back there, Peter, with uh, looking at Paul there. Yeah. He's a mm. trim and taut and terrific there. Yep, and new man. Like a, mm. He'll be back in his riding weight shortly. I'm getting to pass on his um, 
<laughs> diet, if you want. Well, yeah, a bit late for that. All right, now what are we going to look at here? Well, remind me here. This is we... fire. Oh, this fire. Is this fire. is fire. Yeah. Watch, watch, watch fire at the start. He just, just gets squeezed out. Yeah, so that's what happened there. I think we're all in shock when he was back near last. So, yeah, same old thing. If, if, you, if you've got to go to plan B sometimes. So, and then we see him down the straight here with a tough Monty Ditto getting the job done here. He's a beauty. Uh, but still, you would have thought in about three more shots that fire's come to, uh, coming to pounce. He's levelling up. He's done this a couple of times. And then he wanders. You'd think he's having a look at something in the, infold, the, the, the semaphore board there. But all the... Yeah, when you watch the head on, it looks like he's resenting the whip. Yeah, so funny. You know, it's maybe it's it's probably cost him the race. Stewards yeah. asked Willie, did you think about putting the swapping the hands with the whip? And he said it was too late. Yeah. Mm. No, I got no issue with the ride, um, but just if you backed him, you probably had an excuse there. You went home wondering, put it that way. It's but far more dramatic on the head on. You, you, yeah. you yeah, watch it on the side on, but yeah, yeah. He just changes legs and wanders off the track there, and it's not helping. Last bit. Yeah, it doesn't help. He, he probably would have won. Yeah, he would, yeah. Well, that was um, Motti Ditto's win over the uh, short price favourite, Pfeiffer, uh, Fire. Here's Pfeiffer. He's obviously in great order, the old boy. Um, he's raced well, well as prep. He's, he's in, um, you know, a, a great form, really. I, I probably can't add much more to that, really. But, you know, he landed in a great spot. He got a nice cut into it. And um, I suppose him and Huey done the rest. You've just got to keep placing him in these winnable races. Well, I think coming to the carnival, we're going to run out of them. But yeah. um, at the moment, we'll, uh, we'll just keep looking to see what we can find. It was a hell of a run two weeks ago behind Shade de Rose, who appears to be, to me at least, to be a horse that might progress onto much better things, but this horse is this is his level. Uh, I can't believe he was that price with the consistency that he shows. But I was a bit worried mid race because he jumped and really travelled today. His best runs are always when he's just switched off and relaxed out the back doing his own thing and coming with a late charge. You know what? I reckon we've saved the best to last. This, these, the, these two winners yeah. on the day. Now, have a look at this horse, Waterford. Take up the story, Ronnie. He was he was back last prior to us picking them up on the after they've turned for home. Yeah, look, he's he's obviously a horse they like, and I can understand why. He'd, he's an import. He's only a four-year-old, so really still a three-year-old. Um, he won his maiden at Warwick Farm on a heavy track, put straight away, and to arrive at this time of the year mm. suggests they want to get his rating up. Um, but he was terrific. You don't see any horses run right through the line, right down the outside at Rose Hill. And an excellent performance. Uh, Mahagoni had good specking at odds there, and he nearly about bobbed them. I was sitting next to a bloke who had 200s. He was looking for a cuddle after a race and mm. wasn't going to come from No, there. no, no, no. <laughs> no sympathy at all. No, none at all. Uh, but you have to feel for someone that's on a, something at 200 oh. to get nudged out like that. Kalino wants a drier track, and Kabosh was uh, pretty good first Yeah, up. I thought Kabosh was, was maybe perhaps the hidden run of the yeah, race, weird at the start, and just had to chase, was running sort of similar times to those out in front, and if he didn't get burnt out there, I think he could be one to follow. Mm. So obviously they want to get the winner's rating up. I don't know what for, um, but he's a nice horse. Mm. OK, I don't think Chris is aiming it too much just yet until it's they work his, out. Yeah. It's not his style. It's not, is it? Yeah. Well, what is he? Um, he's a, a 65 rating. Mm. Yeah. And I think he was talking to the press after this interview, which we'll play in just a second. Uh, that was a 78. He could come back to another 78 mm. in a couple of weeks' time and get another two and a half kilos. So he was only 53 and a half there yesterday. Mm. He goes to, what, 56? Mm. Yeah. And probably wins another 78 on the strength of that. Yep. Here's Chris Waller and also Tommy Berry. Got to them very quickly and he peaked on his run, I think, 100 yeah. out. But um, as you said, first up for a while. Mm. So he's entitled to improve off that. I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but just we're still learning about his distance and um, see how he comes through the run. And There's so many options now in Australian racing. Uh, you don't have to panic because there's a big race on every month. So Every every week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so go through the grades and who knows how far he gets. He might, might end up getting to a gong or something like that later in the carnival. He sort of went out a boy and come back a man, hasn't he? And you can just see that in his physical awareness. He's, he's, he's so bright, so happy and um, 
and he's just really filled out. He knew himself this preparation. So that's probably the worst you're going to see him uh, first up because he's a bit above himself and first up 1,500. And he had a bit of work to do then, but I would have liked to probably been a pair or two closer on, on the back of Kalino. But I was just very mindful, being fresh, not to wake him up too much and get him, get him pulling. I just wanted him to be happy, and um, that's where he decided to be. All right, well, she uh, just keeps beating them up, this mare. Mm. Shades of Rose. Uh, she had a, uh, <laughs> a checkered start to this preparation, let's say. Mm. But hasn't she gone on with it? Her manners. And she handled the power. Really, yeah, she handled out the back. Um, James had to get the saddle fixed, and she was really, she was good throughout, which, which I liked. All right, Ronnie. Uh, look, I hadn't been... Yeah, get, getting chills about her as much as others. Uh, but, because I'm always, oh, they've got to do it at 1,200. And I think she saved the best until when she found 1,200 yeah. metres there. I must say, she's brilliant. Um, mm -hmm. I'm, it's taken me a while to be a believer. But, um, you're, but you're, you're basing that on that being 1,100 metre form. Yeah. And that's all it was. That's all it was. And she'd had a few gifts. You know, yep. she bluffed a few wins out, yeah. you know, bluffed the opposition away yep. On, yep. on a few of them. And she has had flaws in the past where she's missed the start and charged around them mm -hmm. and little things where she bucked, but they're, they're on top of things there now. Mm -hmm. And I, I must say, and she's, I, I think she's thriving with racing. She's yeah. not lightning mm -hmm. off. Yep. Beautiful uh, type too. She's a big, strong oh, look, she's, girl. Uh, she's exciting. Yep. There's a very good chance, there's a very good chance that she will clash with Espiona in a race like the Shiraka. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then Chris hasn't made his mind up with Espiona yet. Yep. Well, then we then we are thinking. Well, we'll find out. How we'll find out how good they both are. <laughs> exactly. Although she's she's up and running this filly. Yeah. But it was it was terrific, Mautai, considering he got this profile of being a hard a hothead. He, he settled him out the back there. Yep. Maybe overdid it. Um, Sam, but I think it might be the making of the horse. Uh, I think Sam said after it that he didn't want to hunt him forward because he just hadn't settled that. so nicely. But he, w they had a bit of a tired time getting him into the barriers yesterday. Oh, actually. that's just it. He's playing Which, games. Yeah, but almost worse than normal. So that was once he's in, he was fine. But they, they did have a, they did have a tricky time getting him. Not there, a bad so. horse, this leader. Uh, Tristate, Tristate, mm -hmm. it's had, it's had a, nearly a year off, obviously with injuries or whatever, mm. and he went out too hard and too aggressive, and I thought he, I thought he'd just puncture, yeah. but he didn't. So if he can come on from that, there's a win in him for sure. All right, we're going off to a break um, with Bjorn Baker and James McDonald. What a country this is. Yeah, <laughs> what a, what a great, great country. country. It's really exciting. I got a bit of a, a kick with that one, a bit of a chill down the spine, and, and mm. uh, I, I thought she was a touch vulnerable stepping up in grade today. Uh, great ride, James. The team at home have done a great job with her, and uh, great owners too for the Gillard. So, yeah. Uh, this is I, I, this will be the third black type winning mare with me. I, I'm going to say that out loud. I think she's very good. It's been a long day, but uh, it's good. She she's a class mare, and it was always I was always looking forward to riding her today. And she's just uh, she's just getting better and better with every run. And that was her best performance so far from what I've felt of her over the last three starts. And seems to be getting better and better. She's just executing beautifully. You think she's up to taking it to the next level now? Well, it's going to be sad to see her out of rating races now because now she has to uh, go up a level. But <laughs> look, she's um, dominating these races. She's getting better and better. And I'm sure she'll uh, win a, a really nice race. Red Ruby going near the inside, followed then by It's Me pulled to the outside, but still two or three legs behind, far too easy. Great offence running a bit of a race, then Perigord. Soon afterwards, far too easy on the outside, dashed up to Vast Karma. Red Ruby coming through on the inside, It's Me running on fairly. Far too easy, no good thing. Red Ruby a serious challenger, and look at It's Me right down the outside. It's Me flashed off and got up. It's Me back in the winner's list. This is me. Yeah, she's back. She's a six-year-old now. She's a Cosy Oscar winner. She might win it again. Uh, hard to get mares back when they're not there, but she mm. is back. She, she ran her year, when we knew her at her best, the sizzling sectional she yes. can run. And that's what she did yesterday. Don't sack far too easy. She's not a thousand metre horse. Mm. Uh, but she was brilliant. She's she was not brilliant. ready to be a mum yet. Good job, Kev. Good job. <laughs> yep. We uh, might see her old mate back if she... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Manny. 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 Yeah. Manny. We anyway. spoke to Manny on the morning after the Cosy Oscar. He was <laughs> in the... In the city of Sydney somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> we should get that out. 
Um, <laughs> let's go and uh, hear from Keith Dryden because there's another Cosy Oscar with a handle the truth still hanging around. Keith Dryden handled the truth trial impressively at Canberra recently. You must have been happy with that. Yeah, very pleased with that, Greg. It was a nice trial for him to set him off. On a very heavy track as well, but he handled it. Yeah, he got through it pretty good. He's, um, you know, he can handle it. He's better on top of the ground, but uh, he's not a duffer in it either, so that's good. Are you taking a familiar route to the Concord next week? Yeah, I'll go to the Concord, play with the big boys for a while, or be the soccer ball or something like that. But, uh, you know, if I can get within four or five lengths of them, uh, I'll be really happy with his run. He got, I think he got beaten 4.6 last year in that sort of race. If he can repeat that, we'll know he's on track. There's a very good chance three Cosy Oscar winners are going to clash. It's me, Art Cadeau, Handle the Truth. They might all run. Yeah, they could do. Um, and you've got a country championship winner in another one. He wants Art to go Cadeau's into won the double. He wants to go into it first up, another one. Yeah, and I'm not sure. I, I did hear Terry Robinson say Art Cadeau. There might be another. He, he might... Did he suggest the big dance maybe as a possibility as well if he was looking mm. for further? Mm. Can he run in both? No, maybe not. Um, Eduardo's back. Eddie's back next Saturday. Let's go to Greg Pritchard and Joe Pride. Joe Pride, Eduardo going around in the Concord next week. How is the horse? Yeah, really happy with him. So he's had the two trials, um, has him ready for a, for a thousand fresh. Um, he's a track record at Randwick um, for a thousand metres, so he'll take some beating. He's in, he's in terrific order and just been really pleased with his prep so far. You mentioned the two trials as well in recent campaigns. No more than three runs. I guess you're going down the same path. Yeah, look, he'll have he'll have four, or the plans to have four this time around. But he's having this extra run because he had an extended spell. Um, so he'll he'll go here, he'll go the shorts, and he'll go the Everest, and and back here I'd say for the, uh, what, what, the what they'll call the nature strip this year. Bjorn Baker Malkovich going to the Concord. How is the horse? Yeah, he's very well. He's trialled really well, which he, which he often does, so there's no surprises there. But I think he's going better than ever. His work's been excellent. Uh, he's probably been a little bit more relaxed than he has, and his trials have been awesome this time, and so very happy with him. I think, if anything, he's going better than ever um, as a five-year-old stallion. So he's really got to make his mark and make it soon, but I think he'll run very well in the Concord. He's well set. It, but he gets in well in the, uh, with the set weights and penalties as well. What's the latest with overpass? Going super, really happy with him. He'll trial on Thursday at Canterbury and then we'll go to the short. So we're going to throw him in the deep end, but I think he's going very, very well. Any bites through the Everest? Yeah, there's a, I guess there's a lot of water to go under the bridge and there's one or two sort of uh, possible options, but he's going to have to deliver and I'm confident he can. He won't be picked until after we see him in the shorts, even though he was brilliant in that barrier trial. Yeah. And he'll have one more on Thursday at Canterbury. If he can run well in the shorts, um, he'll be snapped up. Yep. Well, I, I reckon that's the plan, have him spot on and yep. right on his game to make a statement. Show off. Show off day. For the horses <laughs> that haven't been picked, it's show off day. That's right. The ones that have been picked, they could be a little vulnerable. Mm. Yeah. Because they've uh, a lot of them will be kicking off in the shorts and then having one more into the premiere and then being spot on yep. for the Everest. Uh, Nature Strip, I believe, is going shorts and then one run shorts straight into the Everest. Yep. Well, there's a pattern to say he's very good second up, isn't he? He's just That's, so forward too. I saw him yeah. at the trials the other day. Chris, I, was, I said yeah. to Chris, I've got to ask about Nature Strip, and he said, actually, he's right there. There he is. Ask he's him right yourself. Ask him he's yourself. He was right there, along. and then he popped up. He hasn't yeah. had much of a break. He just loves stable life. Yeah. I think he loves it. He loves a yeah. happy horse, healthy horse. Yep. Right. The pips are going through for ten o'clock. Well, <laughs> scratchings time. <laughs> uh, that's it. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. <laughs>